Hey guys, welcome to Coffee Kids and Cocktails. I'm Tiffany. <sighs> All right, first complete solo episode is today and I'm excited. Thank you so much for all the support on my last mini episode on just coming back. I'm so excited for what this space has uh, to bring after so much time off, but I'm not going to lie. I am very nervous, (laughs) but (laughs) hopefully those jitters will slowly go away as I get back into the groove. Um, Not sure, I guess we can hope. Um, But a lot has happened since I stopped doing the podcast. So just kind of wanted to take a second and kind of recap everything. Um, One of the reasons actually that we stopped doing it was because our world went through a global pandemic. Um, So crazy. Kind of still going through it, I guess. Um, Everything seems pretty normal here in Florida, but I mean you know, the world is a crazy place right now. Um, but on top of that, I had a pandemic baby. Um, our sweet, crazy, outrageous Kennedy Soleil. Um, she is our third and final baby. We made sure. So yes, no more babies. (laughs) We made sure Robbie got snipped. We are not having any more babies. Um, she is though. She's exactly what I didn't know that I need. She really does complete our family. I do have to say though, going from two to three kids completely rocked our world. Any time or energy that we had working full-time jobs with two kids, I mean, we barely had any other extra energy or time. Um, But all of that went out the window when we had three kids A lot of people told me that going from one to two was the hardest. I have to strongly disagree. Three kids is another level of crazy. I'm not really sure. I mean, it could very well have been the fact that we had two under two. So Dylan, who is seven right now, and then Paisley, who is two, and Kennedy, who is one. So I think the two under two really was the craziest. Um, but yeah, I mean, we are every day in like survival mode. So having a baby during a global pandemic and having to just kind of readjust our lives and figure things out, um, really, really just kind of pushed us, I feel like to another level as a family. But one of the most exciting things that happened, um, since the last time is that Robbie actually had a career change. So now he's local and he's no longer traveling five plus days a week. When I was recording before, Hannah would come over here. It would be like 10 o'clock at night. Robbie was hardly ever home. I would put the kids to bed. Um, She had her husband who got home from work she would help there and then come over here. I could never leave because Robbie was always traveling. So he was gone so often. Um, but him being home has been huge for our family, for all of us, really to any of you out there who have partners who travel for work or are gone for long periods of time. I am praying for you because that shit is hard. I mean, everything it 
just the help that you don't have and that other person to bounce off of or even when you put them to bed and not having someone there to just like watch TV with really having him travel um, was really, really hard for our family. So if you're going through something like that, girl, I am praying for you because again, that shit was hard. Um, all right. So moving on to all of that, um, outside of Robbie having a career change, um, (laughs) right before the pandemic hit, um, I actually decided that I wanted to go back to work. So I had been talking a lot, um, to Robbie about it. And in the summer of 2020, I went back to work full time. That's right. During the height of COVID, I was pregnant and went back to work. Um, so kind of a a total shift for for all of us. So many things changed. Um, And with that, the girls did start going to a sitter during the week. Um, But starting my job is actually where I got this this idea for the Coming Back podcast, the first episode. Something that I heard just really hit me and I have been thinking about it ever since. Honestly, this was almost two years ago and I was like, this is what my first podcast is going to be about. This is what I'm going to do. Um, this is going to be my my coming back show <laughs> and it it's taken me this long, but I'm finally doing it. So at one of our events that we had uh, during a session, the owner of the company that I work for talked about the GE spot. Now, when I heard this, I cringed, right? Here's someone on stage in front of about 100 people talking about the GE spot. Um, And every time I said it, he said it, I kind of like, ugh, like shuddered almost. Um, But it's not what you think. It's the good enough spot. Now, I do have to get this out of the way right now. The only time you should not find your good enough spot is in the bedroom or dining room table or couch or wherever you're doing the nasty. You should never settle for good enough when you're having sex. If someone is only hitting the good enough spot in the bedroom, it is time to level up. You cannot live your life like that. There you go. That is my sex advice for this week. (laughs) So again, everything that I say today is has to do with every aspect of of your life except for sex. Got it? All right. But in all seriousness, the good enough spot. Are you using this in your life? I'm not just talking about in some parts of your life. I'm talking about in all aspects of your life. Personal, professional, parenting, mom life, relationships, housework, a new business venture, all of it except sex. Where and when do you land on good enough? And do you even know what that looks like for you? Right now, I just want you to pause and take a second and think when you tell yourself, you know what? This is good enough. Or you might say, this is as good as it's going to get. Those are your good enough spots. Those are the times that you say, I'm at my capacity. This is all I can do. It's all I can handle, it's all I can give, and it's good enough. When I really started thinking about it, I realized how hard on myself I was for just being good enough. I didn't think of it as positive. It was almost a negative. It was like, well, it's good enough. I can't do anymore. I suck. Someone else could probably be better. It'd be better if. 
There was just a lot of self-doubt when it came to the good enough spot because I always felt like I failed. Recently, I've definitely found that I needed to embrace the GE spot, right? It's gotta be. I need to embrace that good enough. We shouldn't think of it as a negative. It definitely should be a positive. Now, I'm improving and I'm working on myself, but I definitely have turned the negative thought process into a positive one. Now, instead of thinking that I failed or I suck or someone could probably do better, I strive to be good enough. Because if I strive for perfection, I'm going to fail. But if I strive for good enough, I'm going to win. This is why I started doing the podcast again. Because if I wasn't doing it, it wasn't good enough. I know I talked about this a little bit before, but I it's so important because I sat here coming up with every excuse not to relaunch this podcast. I wasn't going to have enough time to redesign the cover photo. I wasn't going to have time to get the perfect relaunch Instagram picture. My website podcast page wasn't finished. My hair isn't short and blonde anymore like it was in the original pictures. I haven't hit my goal weight yet. When I say that I came up with every reason, I mean it. I mean, it's a podcast for fuck's sake. You can't even see me and these are the reasons I'm giving not to do it. It's okay. It's not perfect. It's kind of a mess and I love it. Honestly, you're probably going to hear right now my dog barking in the background because he's a six-month-old Doberman because for some crazy reason, we decided as a family that with two kids who can't wipe their own asses, we also needed to get a puppy. Um, And that has been an adventure. Um, But I've gotten to the point where I know that I'm never going to have the best sound quality podcast, right? I know that I'm not going to always have the newest equipment. I know that I'm not going to have the top of the line things because I'm not here in a, in a, you know, in a studio recording. There are certain things that just have to be good enough. That's it. I just need it to be good enough. And good enough for me in this area of my life was just getting it out there. I haven't come up with a new intro yet. I want to, but you would have no idea that that's something that I'm working on if I didn't just tell you right now. So my good enough was getting it out there and introducing myself like I always have because that's what I know and that's what I'm comfortable with. You're not missing anything. So why not just do it? Right here and right now and launching it with everything that I have is me hitting my good enough spot. Now, your good enough spot can and will change. But this week, I want you to challenge yourself to land there more and to feel good about it. Stop being so hard on yourself. You're the one that sets those unrealistic standards that no one expects you to hit. You are your hardest critic. Not your kids, not your parents, not your friends. It's you. I am too. I get it. It's me. I'm the hardest on myself. I know that. So when I say these things, I want you to know that I'm talking to myself. I know that I'm a work in progress and I know that there are things I need to work on. But awareness for me has been the first and the biggest step 
being aware of when and where I am the most happy in my life. And for me, it's being good enough. It's not being perfect because I'm not going to get there. And that's not where I'm the happiest. You know those times when you tell yourself you're going to work out for 30 minutes, but you made it 20? It's good enough. If you set out a goal to organize your house, but you only did the junk drawer, it's good enough. Are you putting off starting a business because not everything is super perfect and you think everyone will know that you didn't proofread your launch email that extra 27 times? Launch it. It's good enough. Honestly, when someone messages me and tells me that I have a spelling error on an Instagram post or in a blog post, I'm just happy they read it. I don't even care that there's a spelling error. I'm just glad that someone took the time to go through and to read my stuff because it's good enough. It's good enough being out there. Holding yourself to standards that only you set for yourself is basically impossible Because you probably haven't even outlined what success looks like. You can't win if you don't know what winning looks like. And now I'm not saying to be lazy or make constant excuses for why things can't or don't get done. Because there's a difference between making excuses and doing what's good enough. Since figuring out that this is where I'm the best me, I've started letting people know now Again, something that I'm definitely working on because I I don't feel like I should have to apologize, but I do. So when I'm talking to people, I'll say things like, I'm sorry, but I'm not able to cook. But, you know, I could pick up something from the store for the potluck or for the party. We shouldn't have to apologize for those things. But again, I'm working on that on myself as a person stopping for a second and just realizing that that's something that I should do. But what's really helped me is just letting people know, hey, you know, I'd love to cook that or make that for you, but I'm just not going to have the time. It doesn't fit into my schedule this week, but this is what I can do for you. And that it has to be good enough. No one knows that you didn't create the Pinterest perfect platter like, no one's judging you for that. It's it's the standards that you put on yourself that make it hard for you to hit as a person. So letting people know that I'm doing my best that I can has really helped me accept my good enough spots on so many other levels. Whether it's the kids' school or holiday events, the kids' birthday parties, all of it. We just have to hit that good enough spot because we put so much pressure on ourselves Take a second and think about your kid's birthday party. First of all, I think a lot of times we throw these for ourselves, not for our kids. I'm guilty of it too, right? The first, second, third birthday parties, we're throwing it for ourselves. Our kids could care less. They don't even know. Paisley's first birthday was during a pandemic. Um, so we we barely did anything. It was like right when it hit, we... I, Gosh, I I think we, I got her a cake like I Instacarted from Publix. Now I don't even know what we did, but I know we didn't do anything. No one came. We didn't have a party, but she's never going to remember that. So Dylan's eighth birthday is coming up soon, just in a few weeks. I've been really hard on myself 
he wanted to do a party somewhere else and it was just going to be so expensive for the amount of family and things that we have. So I kind of had to try to like reel it back in and I was like, okay, what is important to you? What do you want for your birthday? And these are the things that he told me. There's six things. Sorry, I was just like taking a second to count them. So there's six things that he wanted. A bounce house, popcorn chicken, his cousins and friends. He even made a list for me on who he wanted to invite on his whiteboard. A cake, Kool-Aid, and neon balloons. You guys, how easy is that? How simple is this birthday party? That's all he wants. Here, I'm trying to hold myself to standards of Pinterest when he doesn't even know what the fuck Pinterest is. So for me, throwing him his eighth birthday party is good enough if there's a bounce house, popcorn chicken, his cousins and his friends, a cake, Kool-Aid, neon balloons. I can do all of those things. The guideline for my good enough birthday party is exactly what he wants. He doesn't want or need anything else. He doesn't need the themed food labels or the perfect tablecloth or the balloon arches or the perfect white bounce house that we just want to get because it's the new trendy thing and it'll look better in pictures. He doesn't want any of that. All he wants is a bounce house, popcorn chicken, his cousins and friends, a cake, Kool-Aid, and neon balloons. How much more simple is it when you break it down like that? That is good enough. That is what I can do. So as I'm here launching this podcast that isn't perfect, I just have to hit the good enough spot. And I really want to challenge you to do the same, to find it, to hit that good enough spot in your life. I'm not going to lie. I'm sitting here at the end of my script that I wrote for this podcast and I'm going, oh, I probably sounded like I was reading it in some points. I probably stopped or paused too much and I could go back and edit it out, but I'm not going to because if I did, Let me tell you, this thing would never get out there. Do I hope that the next time it's a little bit better and I can make it sound better or I can speak more smooth or more fluid? Absolutely. And I'm going to try for that. But today, right now, even though I didn't get as long as I wanted, I did my best. It was all I could do and I hit my good enough spot. So I'm going to continue to try to run my business like I aspire to run my life. And that's in the good enough spot because here is where I find myself to be the most happy. Here's where I get the most done, where I am the best friend, the best mom, the best wife, the best me. It's when I'm not striving to be perfect, but when I'm just striving to be good enough. And that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I really do want to challenge all of you to find your good enough spots this week, except in the bedroom, you guys, not in the bedroom. Do not settle for that shit. You get mind-blowing, earth-shattering in the bedroom every time. It's not good enough. (laughs) But everything else in your life, you guys, good enough. 
I'll be back each week, new episodes released on Mondays. If you haven't already, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give a five-star review. To follow along between episodes, you can follow on Instagram at Coffee Kids and Cocktails or visit coffeekidsandcocktails.com. See you next week. Thank you.